Hello everyone, this is Kevin Eva, the Editor-in-Chief of Medical Education, coming to you with the newest in our series of podcasts. If you haven't listened before, what we're trying to do with this series is experiment with a new medium to give some members of the community a different way of listening to or hearing about the, the papers that are being published. So you can go read the paper in more detail uh, after listening to the trailer, so to speak, for the article. This evening I'm on Skype with Dr. Tai, uh, Associate Dean of Yishao University Medical College in Kaohsiung in southern Taiwan. Dr. Tai is a, a pediatrician who's been devoted to medical education for about 10 years now. And in the September issue that's just about to be released, uh, she's published with Dr. Peter Harrisham a paper entitled A Medical Ethical Reasoning Model and Its Contributions to Medical Education. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Tai. Hi, everyone. Uh, Dr. Tai's paper is quite an interesting read for many reasons, but one of the reasons it caught my attention was that it intriguingly starts an exploration of the reasoning processes involved in decision-making around medical ethics, whereas there's been a a great deal of research going to the reasoning processes around diagnostic decision-making. This is the first paper I know of to have tried to move in that other direction and trying to better understand how people are thinking about ethical problems and more specifically how they're reasoning through them. And so, Dr. Tai, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about what motivated you to get into this line of research in the first place. Okay. I am a physician, and I wish to teach our students who can uh, solve ethical problems more efficiently, like an expert. So I know the, uh, the task is challenging, and I found teachers are from the different uh, different professional might might tend to teach according to their own professional perspectives. So they use different language and different methodologies and they kind of difficult to sit and to communicate with each other about the learning objectives. They cannot cooperate well in different box, you know. So when I try to get a name together to create a comprehensive, effective curriculum, and I found difficult. So I found that needs to create a virtual model to help the teachers to teach and also to assess accordingly. Okay, so the goal really was to, to try to better understand how these individuals are working through these problems then and to find better ways to teach and assess it. And so you've adopted Think Loud interviews, ran a series of them both in Taiwan and Canada, which I I found uh, quite intriguing because there could have been some very interesting cultural differences arise. At the same time, you in the paper describe an effort to read through the various models of ethical reasoning that have been described in the literature. Can you tell us a little bit about your experiences with that sort of cross-international type of research and why you chose to go about studying this issue in the way that you did? Yeah, I know this is a, a huge task and very expensive. And before this, of course, I went through uh, through uh, literature reviews, and I found little help on the empirical 
I don't know in real world how physicians, you, you know, from the literature, I found most models are based on theory. So I start thinking I should ask ethical experts have named verbal out their thoughts freely. So I adopt think aloud interviews and I wish to know uh, the difference across the culture I choose. Uh, this is a convenient sample because I studied in Canada and I'm familiar with the experts there. So I choose them to represent people from North America. And so I conduct the interview across these two countries. I use the think aloud because I wish name uh, represent to me the real cognitive. I try to extract best how they think, how, what, and why they made that decision. So I provide only minimal uh, stories about the case that is aimed to that aims to elicit their thoughts, and when necessary. I provide more information until they can conclude the same decision. So you presented specific problems to them and asked them to explain how they perceive themselves to be working through those cases? Yes. The problem were presented as a case that were lead them to a dilemma. That means some conflict between parties between the public and individuals, and that involves the conflict between the ethical theories. And one of the things that seemed to come out of that analysis as you were working through those responses was that the, if I understand correctly, the responses that you were getting seemed much more broad or more elaborate relative to the models that you identified in the literature. I think you mentioned that there were justification-based models and task-based models in the literature, but neither seemed to be sufficient to fully capture the reasoning descriptions that your participants were providing. Is that a fair statement? And what did you think was missing from the existing models? Okay. Uh, I would say the model is a broad picture. I did not go details uh, because I think that need more research to find out is there a case-specific uh, characteristic there in ethical problem solving. And in this study, I just capture the broad picture, like what components involved and their uh, sequences that experts brought out when they solve this kind of problems. So I sequencing the components and highlight the components involved from all the parties and the gaps between their uh, decision and the possible actions in the real world. So it's a just broad. I can't ask you in the short time that we have available today to describe all the details and I certainly wouldn't expect the listeners to be able to track everything necessarily in this format but I wonder if I were to ask you to convey the most important message from your research results, what's the kernel of information that you most hope the medical education community will take away from this effort that you've engaged? 
Okay. I found this model helped a lot for me, and I hope they were also good for all the medical educators that it will serve to help communication among teachers and learners. I wish it can be used to identify possible areas that students difficult in learning so you can uh, design a better curriculum and select appropriate teaching strategies. And the strategies has to be uh, really um, specific to what you aim to teach. And also you will find appropriate tool to assess uh, based on what component you are targeting. So I, I would say <laughs> this is a use for me every day when I try to, yeah. That's great. I certainly hope that others will read it and that it will have the same impact on their teaching of ethical practices. I want to thank you very much, Dr. Tai, for being with us here today. I know it's uh, early morning for you on Saturday, and I, I definitely appreciate you making uh, yourself available for this conversation and look forward to seeing what else comes out of this program of research from you. Thank you. Thanks very thank much. You.